Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Are we live? 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 Stop. You know you're live. <laughs> Just do the intro. <laughs> crying out loud. I don't know the intro. You got the intro. Deary me. Get the hello, intro. hello, everyone, and welcome to New Zealand Sports Radio. Um, we're trying some new tech out, so hopefully the noise is okay, or the sound is right, is basically what I mean, rather than the noise. We don't make noise, we make sound. Let we us make... know in the comments if, you're, if you've got sound issues, yeah. if you can't hear us. And if, if, if so, then we'll run around trying to get some tech sorted. Yeah. Um, so, yes, uh, welcome to the Super Rugby AU semi-final or elimination final review, um, as well as the Mighty Ten Cup round one review. Um, and Arshin will just hit this bit, this last bit, but the Farrah Palmer Cup round two review, because um, I don't think you have watched any Farrah Palmer Cup this weekend, have you? That because it starts like at 11 o'clock in the morning. You have kids, okay? You're yeah. awake. Don't try, don't try and say, I'm not awake. You yeah, have kids. Yeah, yeah, and, those are the, and you've got kids and they want you to do things. So sitting down in front of the TV is not really an option. Oh, dear me. And I, was carving up, I was carving up a legal lamb. I was butchering it. Yes, butchering is the right word. Because his, his, his carving is not that great. Um, well, but, <laughs> uh, anyway, let's kick off then with the um, some rugby. With some rugby, yes. Uh, so now I missed the first half, um, which was um, Super Rugby AU. Oh, between, right, right, yes. Between the uh, Reds and the Rebels. Now um, Stephen or oh, Conflict unfortunately can't join us today. Uh, he's um, well, uh, we, you we, never we, know. He might pop up. He might do. Um, yeah. He's on some work stuff, but. Um, yeah, he's been telling me all season about how, how the Reds are better than the Rebels. And I've been telling him, no, they, no, he's wrong. And the Rebels are better than the Reds. Um, so I think the Reds just got lucky. And it was down to Rebels getting injuries. Well, if you, if, you, if, you, the, if you sort of like believe the tweet that came, I think I saw it today that somebody sent through today, or Facebook post maybe. It's just like, well, it's because the rest was an ex-Reds player. Oh well, there you go. <laughs> it's, it's what's referred in the in the rugby world as the the Glenn Jackson moment. <laughs> so I know. Run us through the first half while I go and get a beer because I missed the first half. Um, oh my god! Hospital pass, bumfa! I got two bone smashing me. Um, first half, yeah, actually quite action packed. 
with the uh, Rebels really sort of um, looking pretty good early on, but uh, intercept try for uh, Patia um, and, and, you know, things like that going wrong. Um, really sort of just the bounce of the ball not going the Rebels' way. Aaron Nicerani charged down and the ball runs away from him instead of sitting up. So basically, the Rebels making opportunities, not converting them, and the Reds, conversely, the opportunities they did get, uh, they did convert, and they actually did finish stronger in the um, towards the end of the first half. Interesting moment, though. I mean, and it's, it's a strange thing that happened, was that um, first half, the Rebels' scrum was far stronger than the Reds, and then in the second half, the Reds' scrum was far stronger than the Rebels. So... It was absolutely interesting, uh, some dynamics that were going on. First half, I have to say, was a lot better than the second. Um, I know it's racing onto it, but it's just that it was really sort of like right into it, watching that game in the first half. In the second half, I just kept dr drifting off because it was really a lot of errors. Um, and I suppose as they really sort of, both teams sort of pushing for that win where it's remained close right towards the end. And I think um, the Reds sort of got that, scored that try with basically, uh, after you know, with the hooter eminent to sort of um, to, to seal it, so to speak. But it was very close right throughout the game. And um, I thought, thought, yeah, it was pretty close. I mean, and both teams, um, not much between them, not much between them at all. Uh, and it's, it's, I think major factor for the Rebels is the Hallett Petty, the captain, really out there when maybe he shouldn't have been. But then you can see what um, he delivered for the team in terms of, you know, the times when he did have the touches on the ball he was able to actually um, try and create something and it was being effective. But then obviously you do wonder if he'd been fully fit, the, the, it would have been a hell of a lot more effective. So, yeah, I mean, that's probably a really roughhouse roundabout way of summarising the game. There we go. So, yeah, so to finish 25-13, as you say, 75th minute was the uh, final try that basically put the game beyond doubt. Uh, but the Reds, in all honesty, had been ahead uh, for, uh, for, for for most of that second half. From I, I, I arrived at halftime, folks. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is why uh, which is why I'm coming in at that point. But they, you come in, to come in. How do you see the second half? Actually, I went and got myself a bed. You do want one, by the way? Oh, okay. I'll go get a bed. That's right. I'll go get a bed. Don't worry. You'll get a bed. It's fine. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So okay. yeah, unofficial, unofficially sponsored. Something about privilege or something. You know? Unofficially not sponsored by uh, by Coopers. So there you go. Um, but um, yeah, look, the, the the I think the Reds really had that one under control. Um, the Rebels really. Uh, Huffing and puffing, but never really looked like winning the game. They were in it, don't get me wrong, and uh, one intercept try or something along those lines could have turned it. But in reality, um, for my mind, yeah, the Rebels didn't really look what looked to be in that game, even though they were um, close behind. He's drinking one of my beers rather than one of his beers, yeah. um, as you can see, because he got one of the good ones um, there. <laughs> so, like Tui. Pardon? <laughs> Don't I like Tui? Tui or Coopers, folks? Do let us know in the chat um, which is the better beer, Tui's or, um, or Coopers. Um, so, yes. The so that's um, so next week we see uh, the Reds heading down now to Canberra to play the Brumbies in the uh, final, which I think is going to be a really intriguing game because folks, um, I've uh, we've been saying all along that the Brumbies are the most professional team, the most rounded team in Australia, but let's be blunt, they have not been um, performing very well uh, recently. They've not been making, they've not been winning games convincingly. Uh, they haven't getting results but not by big margins. So I think, it, I think actually it's an intriguing one. Um, do look out probably on Tuesday. I will put my predictions for that game um, out at um, nzsportsradio.com. Oh, we've got a .com. We've got a website. We've got a website. 
yeah nzsportradio.com is the website folks so do check that out uh, you can become a supporter of driving of, of sorry of new zealand sports radio on there as well um some of the articles are behind a paywall which is for people who are supporters of the um channel and uh, yeah batman tui is the bomb yeah well damn straight <laughs> Deary me <laughs> Listen, see, see Batman, that, that's the kind of talk that gets you banned from the channel. <laughs> I'm the owner of the channel. He is very much the uh, the sidekick. Just remember that, folks. That's how they, that's, uh, that, that, that's the hierarchy here uh, at, at the show. Someone's um, sort of um, being tone deaf here. I was just saying, you know, current climate and everything. Don't know if you'd be going down that path. <laughs> Pretty clear. Founder, employee. Oh. Except I don't pay. I think it's just, yeah, but, yeah. Could do with a chick at the moment. <laughs> Founder, volunteer. Okay, that's, that's, that's using, I feel he's using white privilege for you. No, I call you a slave. And I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, joking, folks. Really joking. Um, the, um, so, getting no, on. I'm the, feeling impressed, people. Getting onto the Farrakhan <laughs> Cup before I get myself in the way. Yeah. So that the mic take up I can't give myself in trouble, and he can. <laughs> you can get me in a lot of trouble. Yeah, I can get him um, in a lot of trouble. Yeah, let's move on. Let's, yeah, but talk yeah. rugby because we've got to wrap this up because he's got to get it back to Hamilton as well. I do. Um, uh, so, folks, yes. So, my ten cup then uh, is the next game or the next set of games on the menu. Um, seven games in this one. Um, I do feel like I've kind of let the side out. I only made it to three out of the um, out of the seven <laughs> games today. Uh, sorry, four, four out of the seven games this weekend. Um, so I do think that officially puts me at uh, having get at more games than anybody else um, in the Ten Cup so far. I think okay. I'm leading, leading that league. Sure. Wave a flag. Oh, dearie me. I've been putting in. And there he is, just damning it. Um, so we kicked off on Friday night with um, North Harbour um, versus Canterbury um, up there uh, with uh, in, in some real nice conditions. Um, did get a bit chilly once the sun went down. Um, but um, I think it was before the sun went down, actually. Even in the sun, it was chilly. I thought, well, sorry. Okay. Were you there? No, I was just in Auckland. Though. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> that was quite nice in the sun because obviously we, we, we were sheltering and stuff. So, um, <laughs> the uh, yeah, hi, Stephen Harris, the guy on the right. Yes, he's only spent the last 10 hours with me. Ah, um, oh, you know, I was going to say, though, but his right or our right? No, his right. His right, yeah. Um, the, um, but we'll get on to that 10 hours later in the show. Um, first off, then, um, Harbour versus... Not Harbour versus Bayer Plains. That's Farrakhan no. Cup. Wrong one. Harbour versus Canterbury in the Minus 10 Cup. Um, look, uh, let's be honest. Coming into this one, I don't think any of us gave Harbour a, um, a snowball. Oh, no, no, no way. No way. I mean, like, just give them a shot at all. But um, at the end of the day, I mean, obviously, because we have to rip through a lot of games, so I can race ahead and get ahead of myself in, in these reviews. Um, but, you know, North Harbour's going to kick themselves after that game. Because really, it was their mistakes that uh, kept um, or you know gave Canterbury the game, or 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 or, or hurt Harbour's chances of upsetting Canterbury. Because I mean, Harbour Harbour led the game 21, uh, 22 mm. 21 at half time, um, and they were they were right Good. in it, um, and they they stayed um, right in it. Really, uh, it was really really in that second half thing that um, that uh, the the, the, the Canterbury. Um, took control, but as you say, harbour mistakes. Har Kicking the mm. ball down Will Jordan's throat is not a good move. No, but there would have been there would have been counties though if they're kicking it down Will Jordan's throat, because it would have been against Tasman. It would. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
dear. Wrong game. Okay. So, so who was the fullback for Canterbury? Anybody in the room know? But anyway, so he's going to say kicking the ball down the throat of the Canterbury fullback is is a mistake to make it. It is, but that's actually, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm going to go in game. Oh, you actually start. have gone to the county's game. Yes, I have gone to oh, the right, okay. game. I um, think I'll have to take his Coopers away from him and give him the toy. You will. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, but, um, no, except with the North Harbour, they were just making errors in their own half when they're trying to exit. And that was a real killer, just little knock-ons and the like. Or, and I'm not under pressure either. They went under pressure and they'd make a simple mistake. Um, and that's really what left, let Canterbury into, that, into the attacking half and to score points. But otherwise, I thought, you know, if they didn't make those little errors, and obviously as the competition goes on, um, they'll that will disappear from the game. They're gonna be they're gonna be strong. They're strong. Now, one of the points about the about it also is, is look, um when, when you when you take off Brett Cameron and you bring on Richard Marga, that's yep. a hell of an upgrade. Yeah, they are both all blacks, yeah, definitely um, there's there's a different level of all black. Um uh, and uh, and yeah, that the bench that country could bring on uh, and basically Harbour just couldn't bring on the same kind of level uh, and tighter. Yeah, absolutely right. And that's what we were expecting was the fact is that once Canterbury's bench came on, that they would sort of get stronger and stronger. But at the end of the day, if you're a Harbour player and supporter, you're still going to be kicking yourself because it was still at the end of the day, the errors in their own half that allowed them to build that momentum. And, you know, as they did, I mean, obviously then Harbour's chasing the game and the errors, you know, they compound. Um, so, and, and can we take advantage of them? But, you know, look, even with them rolling on their big guns uh, off the bench and that, Harbour went far away. No, um, and uh, thank you for uh, to Harbour for the uh, chocolate fish and chips um, that I got as well. Not not real fish and chips, just chocolate, a chocolate, a chocolate fish. fish. A chocolate oh, okay. fish and chips um, as, my, as my dinner there. Um, so, yeah, we're also oh, going to bring you um, culinary uh, updates about the different um the different problems. What you get at each well. ground. What, you get each what ground, the yeah. media gets at each ground because he's media. Yes. We're media, but he's media. I, I'm, I'm real media. He's there. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually go there. Um, so, um, so yeah, thank you for that, uh, um, uh, guys, and and, uh, and also access to the interviews. A um, couple of good interviews. Uh, do check out the Facebook page, New Zealand um, Sports Radio. Uh, we had post-match interviews um, with uh, Sam Ward, uh, I've gone blank as who the player was. Um, Don't say Will Jordan. No, I didn't have Will Jordan at that one. No, not that one. No, good. Okay. Um, uh, but Sam, Sam Ward, uh, the uh, county's assistant coach, um, was good enough to uh, have a chat after that one. Um, and uh, so that was that was Friday night. Moving on to Saturday, um, Waikato versus Wellington, fifty-three <coughs> twenty-eight. Um, wow. Um, now, an, an interview that I did but forgot to press record for was with Andrew Strawbridge, um, who is the uh, head coach for Waikato. And I said, um, look, real statement um, result here. And he said, yes, result, but not game. He didn't think that they were worth, that they really were 53, 53, 53 points. 53 points up over Wellington. Um, and that, so, yes, they got the points, not saying it, but, but, they, but he, he wasn't entirely happy with how they were playing. Now, I didn't see the second half um, because I was lighting the chimney to start my charcoal barbecue. So um, I missed part of the uh, second half there. So I, when I came back and I saw the score, I was rather surprised, but then later on caught up with um, a bit more information around the game, and it's like, Waikato scoring a couple of late tries to sort of blow the score out of it? Yeah, but in the first, first half, Waikato dominated that first half. Right? They did. Um, after White, after Wellington scored the first try. Yeah, when you know, the, the try bus was... going over for the first try coming back. Absolutely. Mm. Um, so, they, so, and, but, um, so they, they, they had about three or four entries into um, the Wellington 22 and didn't come away with points, right? Wellington had three entries into the Waikato uh, 22 
um, and off the back of two scrums and a line-out, scored three tries. Uh, and that's the only reason. Wellington were very clinical in that first half, but they did not create much. They didn't have right. much ball at all. Whereas Waikato <laughs> created lots, but actually couldn't finish any of it. Um, but they, so that's why they were only 23, 21 up. They should, they, that game should have been 40 or 20 by half time. Half time. And be dead. Um, but um, so basically, just in the, in the second half, uh, they just, um, Wellington just weren't as clinical, so they couldn't keep up with the scoring. And that's why Waikato went ahead um, and won it, really. Maybe because they don't have all the PPE gear. The. <laughs> Hearing me, um, and what one of the points that we'll, we'll that, that, that's good that, that a theme that comes across a lot of the games, and after we're going to talk about next, probably, um, in the Otago Auckland games, that's one I've not seen. Um, is the is you've got to remember here is that look, that Wellington team is going to get a lot better. They've had a whole bunch of north south players come in, come back, all that's come back. They've had two session, two, two training sessions, mm. um, and gone into this game, so they were totally disjointed. Whereas you look at a, a Waikato team, you look at a North Harbour team, and you go, okay, who have they got back? They've got two players back in Antonin Brown and um, uh, David McKenzie. All the rest of the players have actually been able to train together, and they're not based, and they're not one of the three Auckland sort of counties, Auckland and North Harbour, who have been uh, restricted on their training because of the COVID lockdown recently. So they've actually had more time playing together, so they're more up to speed. Are they fully up to speed like a normal preseason? No, but they're a bit more up to speed. Um, We'll talk about counties later, but counties, uh, their very first line-out session was on the Thursday before the game on Saturday. That's why you'll see a lot of disjointed play um, this weekend that you wouldn't normally expect to see. Are we moving on to the next game now? Moving on to um, the uh, Otago versus Auckland. Right. So I've finished my – I've cooked my mate. I've I've had the bar – I've had the chops. I've had the sausages. And I'm settling down for Auckland Otago. And um, really, I mean, interesting, Paul, just with the line-outs there – I don't know if Auckland won a line-out in the game, tell you the truth. Um, Lenny Apisai, who, you know, is a Blues supporter, you've seen him have massive struggles with line-out um, throwing in during the Super Rugby season. He hasn't fixed it. Um, and then you sort of, like, he goes off with a 20 to go, I think, or something thereabouts. Um, replacement hooker comes on, and he's just as accurate. So I th- think there could be an element of um, uh, players coming in, or, you know, as I said, that short-limited sort of training time because, honestly, Auckland, I don't think, as I say, I can't remember a line-out going well. Oh, actually, I lie because their first try was off a, uh, a drive. But, you know, that aside, there was that, that could have been a big blowout that game. Auckland were always on top. They always quite dominant. Um, Otago having had a lot, a lot of the ball in that first half, but just went nowhere. The defence for Auckland was able to just basically keep them out. Um, Otago's got problems this season. Um, I think, you know, when you look at a game will come to later, you know the last game of the round with Southland upsetting Hawks Bay. I, you know, they're going to be they're going to have a good ding dong battle with Southland basically because, um, as I said, they really didn't bring much to the table at all. Um, Auckland look com- Auckland look disjointed but comfortable, even though they look disjointed. Um, yeah, that that could have been quite an ugly, ugly score if um, Auckland had have actually. Played a bit more pattern rugby. One of the things frustrating watching as an Auckland supporter was that there wasn't a lot of pattern amongst the Auckland game. They were really just sort of trying stuff for want of a term. Um, but then, and this, yeah. is, this comes down to at least half that Auckland team were, were in the North South game. Yeah. Right? So again, uh, they're just not trained to. They, they played in three different teams <laughs> in about four different weeks. 
um, uh, patterns. What, what, which day of the week is it? Which, which pattern are we supposed to be doing? Um, yeah. That's why um, we'll get on to the Northern again. That's why the fact that the Northern managed to pull out a training ground move first time try. I was like, whoa, where did that come from? We've not been, you don't, you won't have seen many training ground moves first, first base plays this weekend because yeah. they just not had time to do it. Yeah. Uh, to, to, so um, remember, this, this Auckland team is also going to lose. I think they had like six all backs, seven all backs. The, the, uh, the um, only one that wasn't playing was Petra, I think, off the top of my head. So they're going to lose six of them players um, and so after next week. On. So they'll have, they'll have next week and then they'll be gone. So, yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see. It's a bit, we're going to – a couple of sides like Tasman, like uh, like the um, – Canary, Tasman, Auckland. And Wellington as well. Maybe too bad. Not not as much. Basically, they're going to be totally different sides between week one – week two and week three. Yeah. It's going to change massively for them. Um, so, yeah, yeah good. I have, so, to, I have to go back and just, just – I mean, like, you know, I, I'm not – I'll be honest, I'm not a big fan of Ricky Swinell as a commentator, and so I'm not seen as being sexist in my saying that. Is he dag? I mean, is, it, is this jobs for boys or something? Because honestly, <laughs> it's like he is not a is not a rugby commentator. No, and it's just like it's frustrating when you're having to listen to that. And then him and Justin Marshall going, "Oh, the referee's on the wrong side of the scrum, and how can he adjudicate on um, the Otago team collapsing the scrum from the other side?" It's like it's like about. 10 metres from the sideline, 10, 15 metres from the sideline, he's asked the touch judge to stand opposite and give him feedback. It's really obvious. And for all blacks to not sort of to, to, to berate the referee because he's not standing in the right position to make that call was really dumb when he's obviously come around the, the um, one side of the scrum because the touch judge can see the other side of the scrum. It's really obvious. And it's just like dumb comments like that is what we were having to put up with in that game. It's just like frustrating. Is Yeah. So no, hey, look, just so I'm not saying this yet. Is he dead? Commentator? Yeah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not supposed to be commentator, but he's supposed to be an expert, summarising expert. But anyway, yeah, um, yeah I, I, there's a lot, lots of comments. I, I, again, I missed this game, but uh, he got lots of comments in on social media saying how awful Izzy Dag was. So yeah, he's got a lot of work to do to to uh, up his game there. Um, I then uh, was was in the car during that game and arrived in time for the County's Manukau. Um, versus Tasman game. Where Will Jordan was. Where Will Jordan was. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be honest, you didn't really see much of Will Jordan in this game. You saw a lot more of Trevor Reese and Mark Salia, who both had really good games, but you didn't see much of Will Jordan. Um, the first half, look, counties um, were in this one leading at half time 17, uh, sorry, to, uh, close at half time 17 21. Um, not quite leading, sorry, um, but definitely in, in the, the game, game. Um, in this one. Um, and uh, it was. Uh, you, you, you can tell me. Um, Tasman, again, another one of these sides goes to the corner. Uh, counties taking their threes um, and building a score. So, which um, I know you disagree with the different different sides doing different things. Again, Waikato um, just beat Wellington. Waikato taking their threes, building a score, keeping the score ticking over. Wellington only going for sevens. Uh, it's two different philosophies. We're going to see that throughout the um, throughout mm. the tournament. I think. Um, no, the reason go. why I disagree with that is that, like you know, against certain teams, it's like. You know Tasman's always going to go for sevens. You're always going to go for seven. And therefore, if you want to keep up with them, you're going to have to go for sevens as well. That's 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 the way that I'm sort of looking at it. So I think it comes down to how good is your lineup more. If yeah. you if, if if you're the Brumbies, or you're gonna you never kick throughs, right? But they do have one of the best lineup malls in the world. 
Um, so it's going to come down to how how well do you trust your 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 your, your, um, your line more. Waikato, for example, played five loose forwards. They didn't have they didn't have two fit locks this weekend. Um, that sounds a familiar story in that <laughs> Hamilton area. Well, yes, no fit locks. Um, so um, they play. I say they played five. They played five loose forwards. Um, so you might think, yeah, maybe going for line out more is not a great not a great idea with that kind of setup. So um, <laughs> so yeah. So anyway, that's um, that side of things. Um, and then in the second half, basically they just they, they ran out of steam. They started make they started getting a bit tired and therefore not not executing properly, uh, kicking down the throat of Seven Reese of Will Jordan. Well, if you're going to kick. So, I mean, the kicking, I mean, I know what you mean in terms of as the game wore on, especially that last 20, um, they are a bit more tired, etc. But the kicking was rubbish from the start. They were kicking down their throat of the test. They were kicking to ground. It was an e- it was basically straight to the man. So there's like, they're just taking the ball and running straight forward back at them. So it was right through the game. And, and that, that's where, I mean, like, I don't, I can't, um, they had Stephen Bates there and some other guy that I don't know who was, I, I didn't recognise the voice, but, he was calling it accurately. It was just like they're just they're dumb. They're they're kicking the ball straight down to the dangerous weapons and Reese, Talia, and Jordan. But not only that, but they're not only just kicking down to them; they're kicking straight to them as well. Yeah, the I guess I guess it became more noticeable in the second half when the kick chase was a lot was a lot slower because they're more tired. Um, t- talking about it with the uh, with the the head coach after the game uh, again. Check out that video. On New Zealand Sports Radio of that, of that interview, um, but he was—he was actually was like, "Look, yeah, it was Kane Haynes." Um, they liked. Um, he actually said, "Look, they were trying to do the right thing. They just weren't. Ex- they were just executing it badly." Um, so he doesn't want to get too much down <laughs> because they're just trying the right. They're doing the right options. Mm. Yeah, but, okay, so, execute but disappointing in someone like Baden Kerr, who's now really an experienced footballer. Um, one one kick that I remember vividly. I think it might have been the one where Will Jordan um, got the try through obstruction. It was, you know, Baden Kerr looks, he has time. He surveys the, the where he's going to kick the ball to. That's how much time he has. He kicks it straight to Will Jordan. And then Will Jordan uses a bit of a shepherd and screen to get round so that Papa Lee can't tackle him. And um, who, I think he set Talia away? No, I, thought, I thought he went all the way in top. I can't remember. No, he didn't go. He didn't score um, himself. No, he passed it. The, yeah. um, so, um, but... Um, the uh, and, and also, I mean, also um, uh, urban, uh, not urban, urban legend, urban myth. Kieran Reed played for counties. It's an urban myth. Um, <laughs> yeah, someone that looked like Kieran Reed. Legend of twelve. Um, uh, also, urban legend. Urban legend. Thank you. <laughs> I'm to it's, it's not Heath Ledger. That's the actor. Yeah. Um, right, don't go there. Don't, don't go, go there. there. Um, <laughs> so um, the. Uh, uh, but again, he, his, his king as well. So I'm not sure I totally fully agree with the head coach, but that was, that was what the head coach said. Um, I think, uh, as Stephen um, Harris has been saying, kicking over the sidelines is a better option rather than trying to kick in field to yep. those guys. Um, so, well, find grass at least. Oh, yeah, yeah, you have to find grass. Yeah. Yeah, not grass, grass. grass. Yeah. Um, Kieran Reid, um, 40 minutes, <laughs> the first half. If you're wondering why did he leave at halftime, um, it's because that was what uh, his Japanese club said he could play, was 40 minutes. <laughs> Um, actually, at uh, half time, is he allowed to play another forty minutes? He's allowed to play another forty minutes. Okay. Then, so he plays for two weeks, has a week or two off, comes back for another two weeks. He's not, he's not going to be available uh, for the full season. But you could tell this is a team that we know um, only started to practicing lineouts on Thursday. In the first half, when Kieran Reid's on, the lineout worked. In the second half, when Kieran Reid wasn't there, it didn't. 
<laughs> which shows you the impact that, that that having him on there. But um, not just at line-out time, around the field too, eh? Oh, yes, okay. yeah. I mean, like, you could just see it. He was like, yeah, the, and the guys were listening to him too. It's not like, you know, there was a, it was that um, absorption of the information that Kieran Reid was there, and it's working. And I think the great thing for Kieran Reid or the county's team in particular is the fact that because it is building confidence in the guys, here's an all-black telling us what to do, and it's working. we got to listen even more. we got to do even more. And it sort of had that sort of... Um, Perpetuating type effect on it, sort of thing. That's not the right word, but you know what I mean. Yep, I know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and which, which is good to see it's working in that way. Um, the talking to some of the um, some of the head coaches, some of the coaches after the Farrah Palmer Cup ones, um, where they've got the Blackferns playing in the team. Um, they're saying, look, sometimes they have to make the, get the other players to try and step up <laughs> rather than sort of rely on, or, oh, that's Blackfern, let her do it kind of thing. Why not? So uh, it's good to see that in, 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 in the Kiri situation, He's building other people up rather than being. Yeah, on that it's a really good, you know, it's a really good observation because the fact is that you know, he was he was providing leadership, right? He's providing leadership and giving that confidence to the players to do it, not sort of having to take on the mantle himself and do everything himself. Is actually is a giving um, opportunity to them to actually improve the game and how to improve their game on the field in the game. So yeah. Um, some questions from the live chat notes there. Um, did Adam Thompson go well? Um, that's obviously a Waikato game. So Adam Thompson does when he scores a try. Is it? Yeah, he does. Oh, okay. Because um, with the um, apparently he goes to more games than I do. The <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I'm there. I just play on my computer. <laughs> I have to tweet. Mine tweet. <laughs> <My Mine's> tweet. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah the uh well yeah he, he um no he well, i don't know how did he go actually i, I didn't well, see as much of the game as you did he scored he scored he's got a try yes yes yeah <laughs> um so he's got a try um yeah no look he he, he, he went okay the, didn't stand out though for me um but um yeah i i, I think they'll be managing his minutes i don't think we have uh he's, he's getting on a bit isn't he well yeah getting on we'll come to people getting on later won't we will we yeah Jay, oh, yes. Jason Rutledge, 42. But I mean, like, yeah, talking of players that went well, yeah, um, and, and Aaron saying so Dalton, he definitely went well for mm. counties. Um, immense, absolutely immense. He, is, he was all over the field. Um, obviously, someone that Kieran Reid didn't have to give so much tutelage to. Um, he was, his defensive work was good. His player support work was good. He makes, he, he made a, he's making an absolutely um, fantastic addition to the county side. Um, and the fact that um, he's consistent, mm -hmm. he, he, he's, his error rate is low. Um, he did make one high tackle at a, at a, a, a not a great time in the match to make it, as be it sort of thing. So, but other than that, he's, his error rate's low, and he, he he sort of like really delivers in terms of his core tasks and core roles, and and on top of that as well. So no, he did. He oh, he was impressed by his play. He'll be one of the players that unfortunately counties lose. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the only player the county, <laughs> I think. <laughs> to be fair, they um, lose. They lose Joelle and Jonah as well. Sorry. Oh no, sorry. I was getting a head knock, and I went back a few years. And there you have it. I'm concussed. The, uh, you're concussed. I need an HIA. Um, the uh, <laughs> every morning. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> county. Uh, so yeah. So uh, but yeah. Again, another one of where Tasman bring on the bench. Counties bring on their bench, and oh, it's not the same as well. 
Yeah, no, but I have to say one player I was impressed with. He said Kieran Reid only got 40. But I, I'm the player that replaced mm. Kieran Reid, absolutely barnstorming second 40 he had. Um, I, I think, again, there was like like the North Harbour Canterbury game where just unfortunate couple of errors that sort of um, they, they made and counties were similar. And the fact is that they just made a couple of really poor like, – the commentators is um, Sam Snead, uh, the six, I think, is for the ways that he's sort of got the old um, hair dye thing happening as well. But, um, you know, he was like so Jekyll and Hyde. He was either absolutely fantastic or giving away dumb, stupid penalties and or little knock-ons, which were just didn't need to happen sort of thing. So, um, yeah, I, I think counties – they could have probably put a bit more pressure on Tasman towards the end of the game if they weren't taking wrong options or making little errors. Yeah, which I think, mm. yeah, again, comes down to tightness, pressure, and like, and yeah, all yeah, those things. Yeah. Uh, um, Chalani yeah. um, was, was the uh, was the eight that you're uh, the replaced Kareem you're talking about. Um, they also picked up a try as well. Sorry, according, sorry. according to my notes, got a try. You got a try. Yes, he did get yeah. a try. Yeah, I believe so. Yes, yeah. According to my notes, um, and I was there, so I saw it happen. Um, <sighs> The um, I didn't check uh, the tribe sports app afterwards because um, <laughs> I because I was looking the wrong way. Um, never do that, folks. <laughs> never, absolutely not. Um, uh, oh, oh I, f- I forgot some. What did you forget? Oh, food, food. So you got a burger, coke, and do you mind? Oh, sorry, you got a burger, coke. Well, I saw your picture. Yeah, but I'm going to talk about other things first. Okay, wine back because I forgot to do the Waikato. <laughs> so yeah, Waikato. Um, yeah, the, the um, as normal bottle of coke, uh, um, uh, ham and pineapple pizza. Uh, and, uh, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a pack of chips. So that was nice from them. Yeah, so thank pineapple you. pizza. Oh, yeah, yeah. The well, chat's going to go mental, man. Pineapple on a pizza. Might, I love it, but, you know. Actually, it might just be, I think, uh, no, sorry, rephrase, just ham pizza. I wish it didn't have pineapple. Right? Okay. I, I am a pineapple on pizza, but that's as well. Okay. Um, so, yeah, Hawaii. just ham pizza um, there. Uh, yeah, counties. I've uh, got a food voucher for a um, uh, for a burger, chips, and uh, uh, and, um, and can, uh, Coke, can of Coke, rather than a bottle of Coke. Slight difference there <laughs> between Waikato and... Uh, and counties, um, and uh, because they had Bergman, I know that so that means the other grounds could have had food kiosks as well. Hence, Northland. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, the, um, don't, don't make Steve sad. Don't make Steve sad. <laughs> <laughs> he was going to sit next to me. My, my stomach rumbled all afternoon. <laughs> um, um, ah, princess. So yeah, so so, so counties. Um, there, look again. Uh, decent showing, but faded. Um, just, just to cut, again, with Aaron, the comments there is, is like you know, 11 players uh, extra to be picked as well. So that is going to be testing the depths. And as well as, you know, we're having uh, TJ Perinari and Cody Taylor um, also basically aren't too sure whether they will commit to going on the tour as well. So, you know, that that could be going even deeper into picking players. Well, sure, if they don't go on tour, they're available for much. They are, but then, you know, I'm just sort of saying, you know, oh, other, yeah, players other, getting, other, other players getting yeah. pulled out as well. So, yeah. Um, Ted James Parson might be back on the radar. <laughs> <laughs> he was a uh, conversation on the radio today with oh, uh, Nigel Yeldon. Oh, okay. Was uh, he up there? No. Uh, from the Sky Sports Studio? Uh, yes, but for the South for the Southland game. Right. Um, so as we drove back. Um, the I don't know who was doing the uh, the radio commentary for the uh, Northland game. Um, but um, as uh, Steve mentioned, Steve and I um, went up to Northland today mm-hmm. for the Farrah Palmer Cup and my 10 Cup games up there. So Northland versus uh, Manawa 2 um, in that one. Oh. You didn't want to go over the Farrah Palmer Cup game first? No, I'm doing all my 10 Cup games. I'm going to chuck oh. you out and do the Farrah Palmer Cup games. Okay. Right. All right. Well, you go, because you can go, you go to bed and get ready for bed. 
Um, the um, late for you, I know already. Um, just a, a small note. Um, congratulations, Dwayne Polivito, uh, uh, regular on the our driving more show on a Monday evening at eight pm. So do join us for that show tomorrow night. We'll be uh, talking about some. All the rugby things, apart from what's on the pitch, we'll also talk about a bit about my 10 Cup as well, um, but we're going to go through game by game like we are tonight. Um, you got Dwayne on the show? Um, I hope so. Yeah, um, I hope he, so. He, uh, we'll see how he's... He, you can catch my chat with him after the game where I, where I finish it by going, oh, look, Kerry's rebel. Sorry. See ya. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> <laughs> burn! <laughs> um, so, uh, but the burn was on him because he forgot to... He ran out of space to record it. Then I get the recording Kerry <laughs> and my, my memory ran out. So, yeah, so sorry, you won't get... You know, we don't have Kerry Reed on um, uh, videos. We do have lots of other post-match interview videos from that game. Um, the, uh, so congratulations to Dwayne on his contract down there in Tasman uh, and for the win at the weekend goal for the second half. Um, yeah, he, he knows he's down there as the as a backup scrum half. So it's great to see uh, that some there. Northern versus Manor 2. Boy, this was a... You know what? You have games of... A game of two halves, right? Game of two quarters. This was a game of one quarter and three quarters. Three quarters, <laughs> yeah. So, first quarter, <laughs> Northern come out and just can't do anything right, um, which leads to uh, a, a 3-20 um, lead for Manawa 2 after 18 minutes. Um, it was yeah, we're, we're running at well over points a minute here, folks. We're looking at things like, okay, this is going to be an 80, 100-odd point game, this, because it was just crazy scoring. Um, there and we had a disallowed try um, in, um, soon afterwards. Now, um, Northern got their act together to a certain degree. Um, let's be let's be clear that they were they were they were not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but they did they did get themselves um, back on track. Um, got themselves a, a line out more try disallowed, uh, but some under penalty advantage. Took the penalty, had uh, had another line out more and, and scored a try. So they didn't actually lose any points there um, because of that. Um, Nock then also had a fantastic run uh, after Goodhue came in. Um, miracle really, offload. Um, lovely inside ball. Oh, no cloth offload. Okay, because that's the only thing Jack Goodhue does. Um, miracle <laughs> offload from Jack Goodhue to, to, um, to Nock runs through um, uh, and uh, and scores, and suddenly it's um, 17 20. So um, there's a bit of a knock on effect? What? There was no knock. <laughs> um, the. Uh, and but I mean, Manitou look look took control of the game again, had themselves a long range penalty, missed it, mm. and then suddenly straight after that, um, give a penalty. There's a line out, fairly fairly innocuous line out in the uh, mm. oh, okay um, early injury unfortunately to um, uh, hit first kiss. five yeah the first five I think it's hit kiss um, got knocked out so we're not likely to see him next weekend by the way. Um, He'll probably be uh, Hawkins, sorry. Um, which saw um, oh, Daniel Hawkins, yeah. Daniel Hawkins, Daniel Hawkins, yeah. Which saw Wise Guy Fiani, um, younger brother of TJ Fiani, um, come on. Uh, now he had one penalty um, kick to the corner, and he kicked to the um, grandstand side. Came up short. Um, it was not a good pun. Um, <laughs> came up short uh, and um, got and, and, and got caught has another opportunity, again, kicks to the grandstand side, and we're like, it seems, what's he doing kicking that way? He knows that's into the wind, he's not going to make it. He doesn't. He bounces the ball and it bounces into touch. Um, he didn't try to take, didn't try to off too, man, too much, and all the um, Man of Two players were like, oh my God, he's kicked it over there in front of us. We thought he was going for the sideline here where we'd have caught it. Um, so, yeah. Didn't pick that up on TV, actually. Didn't you? No. Oh, it was an, or it, yeah, it was, uh, so, 
um, got they definitely got away with that one. The but um, from from that lineout, they they pulled off a fantastic move. You got you, you missed one thing that happened though. What? Because the ball went out to touch, and the referee called for half time. Oh really? I didn't. Yeah. I, missed that, man. I I I don't know. I, I like so there was like a half time whistle blow, and um, but. And, and I was sort of thinking, maybe because it bounced into touch, he sort of said, but it hasn't been touched, so then it doesn't make a difference, right? Yep. If it had been touched, then it was half time. Mm. But it's not touched, so it doesn't matter that it bounced in. And it's like, I'm pretty sure, and it's like, and it's like no, 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 it's a penalty. I, I think, it was like, oh, it's a penalty. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, line out, line out. <laughs> so, yeah. Little, little discussion there. Yeah. Um, but, so, yeah, he was kicking in the wrong direction. Uh, now we, we know why he kicked that way, because, hey, they had a set move set up for the left-hand side of the pitch. And boy, did they pull it off well. Um, threw it over the top, collected by the winger, um, who makes a break, uh, inside to knock, uh, who gets tackled. He's then got um, uh, gone blank, um, prior. Yeah, Cara Pryor. Cara Pryor, yeah, not yeah. anything. Yeah. Um, not Dan not Pryor, no. Cara, Cara Pryor. Pryor on his shoulder, bringing a great support line, takes the ball there and through the scores. Um, Cara Pryor, someone who was not in the who was not in the squad until um, Northland had a... Uh, an internal warm-up game and injured both open sides. Oh, <laughs> oops, oops. Um, and then, and then Pry got uh, got drafted in um, again. Another one of these players not expected to be available because he was playing in Japan. Suddenly, um, is uh, is playing club rugby and is available, <coughs> and hence um, yet silver lining of COVID. Exactly. Um, so look at the positives. And suddenly, so you, suddenly you've gone from a situation where it should have been seventeen twenty three um, to twenty two twenty with. Uh, and Manuel two are going from what, what's just happened. What's just happened? Yeah, uh, there, there's been sucker punch just on half time, which really does, um, yeah, which which, which 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 is a real tough one for morale um, and all that kind of stuff. With and I'll talk about that with the with their coach. I'll put that video up later. It's not up yet, folks. I have to say though, I'm really dubious about any of those um, lineout moves where the backline player is able to catch the ball off the line-out and whether they're actually back the 10 metres they're supposed to be and not entering until the line-out's over, which means that the ball has to have gone past the 15-metre mark before you can start running towards the line-out. He starts running when the ball was thrown. <laughs> yeah. As I say, I'm really dubious about those ones when, those are really, when they're successful. <laughs> as successful as that was. This is like, yeah, yeah. Because technically, you're not allowed to, until the line out's over, you're not allowed to um, progress yeah, forward. No, absolutely. And the line out's not over until it ch ch crosses that 15 meter mark. Correct. Mm. But in every single case, not, oh, no, just, no. not, not just this one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Not, not having a go at Northland. I'm just saying that happens all the time. It never gets called. And yeah. I was like, well, that was, well, actually, no, it didn't get called in the North South match for um, uh, for Bowden Barrett when the try got disallowed. It was I, a quick throw-in by the South. But anyway, we won't digress onto that. Okay. Because otherwise, you know. Um, the so, anyway, so, yeah, so great move there. Come out, score the first points of the second half, <clears throat> and basically don't look like losing from um, from there, really. Uh, to be fair, a man or two did get within three points, but um, the uh, through a couple of penalties. But they needed to be scoring tries. to, to uh, And you felt those built penalties were just keeping them just in the game. But you always felt that uh, um, the, uh, that, uh, the, the, the especially, especially on the sixth ninth minute when um, uh, they uh, scored the um, uh, oh yeah we've got to go back to Tompkins in a week um, 
when they scored that um, the the the, uh, the line more try that it became came obvious. Um, there was a disallowed try for um, uh, for 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 a quick throw in. Now, Scott Gregory, what were you doing? The ball's been kicked. You're trying. You're, you you try to throw the ball to keep it in. You somehow throw it forward and out, um, which was just okay. But it's not going anywhere near what you're trying to do. Happened a couple of times recently. Um, there. But um, but because you've touched it and tried to keep it in, mm. you've given them the throw in. Mm. Otherwise, you were going to have the line out. I think. Or, 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 um, uh, it was or, debatable whether the ball would have gone out, or you know, he, or whether the players might have got on. You know, the the men or two players would have got there. Sort of thing to put some pressure on, possibly. So there was um, it was a bit 50-50, But the wise thing would have been to either if you want to take the ball, go out, but don't try and flick it in where yeah. you don't know where your players are, where the opposition players are, sort of thing. So, so that allowed the opposition then to do a um, to uh, a quick forward pass throwing. A, 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 well, no, it wasn't. Well, it was a, a, a quick one that didn't go five meters. Oh, is that what the ruling was? Yes. Ah, I thought um, it was the fact that it was for um, it was forward. Like you know, it was just much so, forward. Um, so, they, so 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 through the line out, it <laughs> didn't go five meters. They went and scored a try, um, and it got called back. So that was ooh, yeah, but it was a one of those ones where you like yeah, Scott uh, so, so, so really, really got off, got got away with one there. Um, there were a couple of situations like that for for for, for, for Northern um, in this one where they got away. Dodge the bullet. Dodge the bullet. Oh, I forgot to ask Alan. Uh, sorry, not Alan. Michael. Sorry, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, um, so he did a pass through his legs. Great for a prop. Not seen that before by a prop. Um, so as we have, it's from Carlos. Um, he's not a prop. No, I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, so they went on to win that one. Yeah. So um, uh, and the last twenty minutes of that game was really hair and scare on both sides, throwing the ball around as though it really did not matter. Um, I, I have to agree yeah. with Nocturnal. I think that Scott Gregory needs to actually come in. I he think does. he's got more talent and skill. I mean, you know, he, effectively, he's a sevens player. And every sevens player has to basically have pass skill. Uh, you know, the, the whole skill set of passing, running, and kicking sort of thing. So I think he, he given the chance, he could develop into something in a midfielder. And it'd be handy, as you say, handy for the Highlanders, handy, handy for Northwood. I wish you get you clicking on those things to share on the screen. Oh, okay. That'd be cool. Just do um, that. Yeah. That one there, that comment there. Um, so the... Um, yeah, absolutely. And look, when um, and Northland obviously have one All Black, Jack Goodhue. When Jack Goodhue goes back to the All Blacks, you might see Rennie Range moving in one and him moving into the 13th jersey. Um, or um, Scott into the 12th jersey and Rennie Range taking the 13th. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, he's another player who is yeah who's a centre. A bit like um, Collins, that's, uh, who, who's a centre who's been made to play. Michael well. Collins? Michael Collins. Yeah, yeah. He's a centre that's been played, made, yeah, made yeah, to play a fullback, etc. Yeah, um, yeah. Let's go back to um, to the uh, um, Tomkinson. The Tomkinson. Oh, he was he was the, the hey, look. That's a shocker. The guy was ducking into him and all sorts of stuff. Tom oh, he was, I mean, like, Simon Hickey was basically down around his ankles, wasn't he? It's just like poor Theo Tomkinson. I mean, he's 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 really gotten a harsh call there, hasn't he? No. Oh, no, <laughs> no, not at all. Not, 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 as Stephen Harris will say, um, yeah, that's a red card every day of the weekend, twice on Sunday. Absolutely. Yet the game was on Saturday. But, you know, uh, this is like, that's a shocker. And you, you're sort of thinking, what, six, seven weeks on the sideline? I mean, like, there's, there's going to be a lot of All Blacks missing soon. And I think Sierra Tompkins is going to be missing for a while as well. Absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah. look, um, I don't know what Sierra Tompkins' past record is like. So yeah. I don't know. Apparently, he's got a bit of a record. Not, not a major one. Not. Not Owen Farrell bad. 
Well, that no, okay, so Owen Farrell's got a really bad re record, but not on, judicial on Twitter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. judicial is actually it's, opposite. Yeah, yeah, exactly. opposite yeah, so, yeah. Um, so we're going to see. Um, we're, 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 I don't know what Sierra Tompkins' one, one record is like. If it's bad, then yeah, we are looking at that seven odd weeks. Yeah. If not, it'll get halved down to the three, yeah, or, four three or four weeks. weeks. Yeah, um, right. We'll see what. Um, but see that's, what so that's a, that's a shocking. That is really that is. Oh, there's no excuse. That, that, but but it's shocking because he's actually tucked the arm. Um, Mm -hmm. He's tucked the arm and then he's basically led in with the shoulder as well. And it's it's a horrible, horrible one. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's what um, um, Aaron's saying is it's like, I, I, on Twitter, I don't know for myself, I can't confirm for myself, but on Twitter, um, people were going, he's a bit of a um, serial offender at that. And what they were also saying is the fact is that he really needs to look at his own game because if he wants to be a mainstay of the Highlanders, he needs to cut all that out because, you know, no, no coaching. Group is wanting to risk a result because you've got a player that does that sort of has that sort of behaviour. Yep. So if that is the case, and as I said on Twitter, people were saying that he has got a bit of history to him, um, then he really does need to shut, uh, tidy his game up. Now, yeah, no, um, sorry, you say yeah, he is expecting this, the hard player his team. Well, look, um, there are a couple of things here. Yes, he's known for shooting out and doing hard tackles, right? But tackles involve wrapping your arms and hitting below the shoulders, right? Mm -hmm. Two things he didn't do here. One, he was in a shot. He was, he's, you know, he's read for either a shoulder charge or for high hits. In fact, he's read for both. Yeah. Um, he got it all all kinds of wrong. So he, should, he could have got two red cards. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, two of so kind. The, um, look, it's not as bad as that one we saw recently in NRL, but very few tackles are. Oh, um, I didn't see that one. Did you see that one? <laughs> well, it's a 10 minute. Oh, yeah, but, I mean, like, yeah, but NRL allows shoulder charges anyway this was a shoulder charge straight up and through the head oh, right. <laughs> from a 10 meter runner it was it was a, it was all it was is my shock look it was an after nine o'clock yeah threshold one that was that was nasty um so that that's um that's like yeah definitely red card um two and a half oh no just just so, for um is nocturnal saying uh, I'm, I'm assuming you're talking about the sierra tonkins yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I look when i saw it live um, my son and i turned to each other and that's red. Um, that was straight to the head. Um, so uh, watching it at full speed, I actually thought that it was red card. And especially, the, I mean, I mean, and then the way that Simon Hickey was basically sort of like dead yeah. cockroach on the ground as well sort of thing. So, yeah. Um, so Taranaki Bay of Plenty was at the same time as um, North and Manitou, I think. So I've not actually seen that game. Jerry, which one was it? Taranaki Bay Yeah, no, I haven't seen the Naki game. No. Um, but I did lose $2 in this one. I, I, um, very silly. I, I saw Beth Menti as. Uh, he was sitting on the couch last night and uh, he goes, This is crazy. They got Taranaki as favourites. This is like, this is like, went down. This is like, well, they have got, uh, they have got uh, Taranaki, that is. They've got two Barretts. They've got that new kid that the Chiefs have got in lock. Um, they've got Boshier and um, so and so are in the back row. Doesn't look too bad. <laughs> there you go. What do I know? Um, so yeah, so Bay of Plenty came up short there. Um, they had Sam Kane. Yeah, they did have Sam Kane. Right. So he, he made it through the whole game too. Did he? I well, I assume he did actually. I'm only making an assumption because I didn't see the game. <sighs> um, so yeah, so so Taranaki uh, won that one. Sorry, folks. Just too many games to catch up on all of them. Um, Southland, on Thursday night. Southland versus um, Hawks Bay. Um, so that was um, a wet game by all accounts. I listened to this one on the radio. Soggy airs. Did you watch this one? Yeah, I did watch this one. Oh, okay. That's very good. soggy game. Very soggy game. And it's classic, you know, if, you, if you've if ever heard Cornflakes on the show uh, talking about um, you know, when they had the shield 
and the number of games, and he loves talking about the Auckland one down there, and the number of games that they uh, had down there where they basically get a team stuck in the bog in a corner and the team just can't get out, like the, the opposition team can't get out. Not quite a bog because the field wasn't a bog, in the end, but very damn, very slippery conditions. Uh, basically kick it out of your territory, play the game in the opposition half and wait for their error and um, errors came. And, yeah, I mean, like, second half it felt like Hawks Bay was just on the uh, try line for the whole game, but little knock-ons here, here and there and just basically meant that um, Southland basically kept, you know, getting out of jail time and time again. And then they made it down the other end and they scored a few points and um, they did have a chance with about uh, just under 10 to go and um, Scott Ede had a chance from about 40 out on the angle. Not an easy kick at all, especially in those conditions, um, to, to sort of put it beyond doubt because it would have been nine points. And realistically speaking, there was no way that Hawks Bay would have scored twice. They didn't score once in the end, but to score twice, that would have been a very big ask. Um, he got the distance, but just away to the uh, right-hand side of the uprights. Um, but, yeah, it was Hawks Bay there and there. And I think, you know, as you do, you just get more and more anxious and you get the tries not coming, the tries not coming. The more anxious you get, the more tight you get, and the little knock-ons just keep coming. But um, Scott Ede, you'd probably have to say man of the match for the, the stags down there. A um, number of times he kicked from deep in his in goal and got the ball up to 30 and 40 metres out um, to give them a bit of respite. Ironically, with the last kick of the match, he only managed to get it five metres away from the goal line but, um, after that phrase. But um, at the end of that day, they were able to hold out and um, they did well. Um, the uh, So um, we should get Arun on to talk about the, the, the games we missed because he, he saw it. Never mind. There you go. He saw which game? Uh, the um, Bay of Plenty Zaraki. Um, Bay of Plenty. No, Simon did. No, he did. He, look, he says, look, new lock to prove that I was outstanding for the knacky. Oh, right. So anyway, Triple T also had a good game, by the way. Um, yeah, so two, look, all the tries scored by um, hookers, uh, which gives you a good idea that this was basically line out more and there was no other way of scoring a try um, because well, you just dropped the ball before that happened. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so two tries for each of the hookers. So congratulations to them. Um, and well done, Southland, getting that opening. No, win. no. Well done to um, Leicester's son, Jason. 42 and rolling out for the Stags again. Oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> At 42. Um, apparently the uh, oldest player since um, some bloke back in 1900. 1900s or 1900? Hundreds. <laughs> Hundreds, okay. Well, 1900, 1900, so that... that um, First decade. Oh, 100, uh, so 120 years ago. Something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. something like that. That's sort of, you know, they, you know, they, they sort of alluded to some time back then. They didn't say when. They I went very accurate. I was getting some good coin because, I mean, hey, it's, it's dangerous to his health at that age. Yeah. Uh, let's be honest. Um, so, yes, yeah, so that's that's the roundup of all the uh, Mighty Ten Cup action. Um, from the tables, a point of view, uh, hey, look, this is a four-try bonus point thing. So um, you've got... Uh, Auckland, Waikato, Tasman, Canterbury, all on uh, five, bo- five, uh, five points in the um, in the Premiership. Bay of Plenty pick up two two bonus points, one for the tries, one for the losing. Um, Wellington get the one. Well, North Harbour with zero points at the moment. In the Championships, Northland, Taranaki and Southland. Sorry, Northland and Taranaki both on five points. Southland on four. Hawke's Bay also picks up a bonus point. Counties, Manukau, Manawa two, and Otago gets to uh, open their accounts. Who's at the top of the table? Um, and the, the Premiership? Auckland. Oh, Auckland's at the top of the table. Uh, with wow. the uh, 32 point points difference. Oh. So it's only on points difference at the moment. So look, it, yeah. it's, uh, 
between them, Waikato, Tasman, Canada. So Auckland are at the top of the table. Do you want to repeat that a few more times? <laughs> I, I want to, I have to say, this is just on, um, uh, Nocturnal talking about McKelly too. Um, it's just like, it would have been after cornflakes raving on about, um, how good he was. And he was good at, at super rugby level. It would have been a level of irony if, um, he, he had been on the field and able to score the match winning try with seconds left on the clock. Oh, for, for Hawks, mate. Yeah, Hawks, mate. <laughs> but didn't happen. <laughs> uh, nice to build someone joining us from Iceland as well. So it's a nice thing. Got an international. Ireland. Oh, Ireland. Ireland, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ireland, sorry, should have gone to Specsavers. Should have gone. <laughs> <laughs> I have taken my glasses. Where are my glasses? That's a good point. No, 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 no. Um, Thanks, the, um, the, no, I um, So, yes, that's our roundup of the Minor 10 Cup. Um, over to the Farrah Palmer Cup. Um, do you want to go to bed now? Because obviously you're, you're going to. You haven't seen nah, that's I'll right. um, so, question you and pretend they're asking questions. Will you? Okay. So North Harbour um, uh, lost to um, Bay of Plenty, 17 at 76. Um, look, North Harbour, very much a uh, new um, and young outfit that's trying to build up over the next couple of years. They're not expecting to win games this year. One of the big things um, about the Farrah Palmer Cup is they had a Premiership Championship last year. Now they're going to have a North and South Division to save on travel. <laughs> Interesting story about Wellington travel in second, um, which means you've got Premiership and Championship teams mixed up. Uh, and those champion, those Championship teams that just haven't got it. Most of them are going to really struggle this year. North Harbour, one of those. So no big surprise there. Um, really cool interview with the North Harbour captain. She just just lost by 50 points, but she is so positive in the interview. She's fantastic. So please go check that out. New Zealand Sports Radio. Um, Oh, All Blacks um, captain, gone blank. What's her name? Richie McCaw. No. You said um, All Blacks. Uh, Blackburn's captain. <laughs> Blackburn Sevens captain. Blackburn Sevens captain. Kelly. Ke Kelly Brazier. Kelly Brazier also had an interview with her as well. Um, so just to be clear, she was playing Canterbury last year, right? So she's now playing uh, Bethany. Yep. Yeah, right. So, but she was Canterbury last year, I think. Off the top of my head. Well, maybe. I'll oh, sure. Google it but, while you carry on. There you go. We're Googling. Know. Well, good luck with that Googling. Um, uh, Waikato then um, played uh, Taranaki, 76-14. Um, Another situation where, look, Taranaki, it's only their um, second or third season in existence. They're going to struggle against the, the, the big sides. Um, so congratulations. Sorry. Uh, so so that, that was uh, that was kind of an expected result, um, to uh, be honest with you. Stop scrolling down so quickly and you might be able to see it. Slow down over here on the right-hand side. Oh, over here. There we go. Um, oh, so yeah. they have played since 2017. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, so yeah, so um, <laughs> so that's uh, there. Um, again, two really good interviews after that one. One with, oh, actually, four really good interviews. got the coach as well. Um, one with um, Stacey uh, Fuller, um, ex Stacey Wacker, um, uh, but a really, really good one with um, Gail Borough, uh, yes, um, who is the captain of um, uh, Taranaki. And uh, another Blackburn's um, sevens player gone back down there. She's a great chat. Uh, go check that one out. Um, Manoa two turbos ten thirty seven. Uh, sorry, thirty six to Canterbury. Um, so again, Canterbury, one of the powerhouses in this competition. Manoa two, also one of the stronger teams actually. Another Premiership team there. So a good start there for Canterbury um, in that one. Um, the um, and yeah, it probably does need to go back to a divisional setup. You're right, Simon. Uh, the north south thing is a travel thing, and I say we'll talk about travel in a second. So, Tasman zero, Wellington 62. Again, Premiership Championship team here, unsurprising there. Wellington got the ferry home. 
from Plague Cruising Tavern. on the Inter-Islander. They got the Inter-Islander Feb Ferry home. Well, that's not the Bridge. They're not flying first class, folks. Oh, there's this nothing. Is... I mean, like, but it's a beautiful uh, ferry ride home if it's not choppy. <laughs> Look, they should be flying. I'm not saying they should be flying first class, but they should be flying around, um, not be not on crazy long um, coach trips. Look, it basically sounds like every single the reason they've gone north south is they don't have to take any flights and it's all coach trips. It's purely a cost saving measure. I understand in the COVID as to why that is. Uh, and look, they've got a full competition, which is good. Um, but they are, yeah, I think that's a, a bit harsh putting them on the ferry after playing a game. Um, Manor 2 played better than the scoreline suggests. Thank you for that, Corey. Cora. Um, as I, I didn't catch that game, um, I wasn't at that one. But um, yeah, uh, Manor 2 generally are one of the stronger teams in this uh, in, in the competition. Um, the one it was at today, Northland versus Auckland. Now, Northland. Championship team, only been around for two years, uh, up against Auckland, one of the powerhouses, I think second in the table last year um, in the Premiership, one of the powerhouses of women's rugby. 22-29. This Northern team really, really has stepped up. Not gone away from drawing the game. Exactly. They, yeah, they were, they, were, they were pressuring Auckland's line at the at the death, um, really could have scored, uh, yeah, could have, could have drawn this game. Massive. Uh, so, yes, Northern have lost, and they've lost two games. They've lost to Waikato, and they've lost to Auckland. But that's the, they played two heavyweight championship teams. Sorry, heavyweight premiership teams. Um, they're a championship team, second year of their existence. Sure, they've got um, uh, gone uh, Nathan Wong and um, Portman up there. Porsche Wood, Porsche Woodman. Sorry, not Portman Woodman. <sighs> sorry, um, up there. But look, two players doesn't make a team, right? Uh, it's a lots of other players have stood up as well, um, so yeah, really great strides forward by the north by the Northland team. Um, they will be getting some wins this season. Um, yeah, against probably against North Harbour, Taranaki, um, potentially. Um, we'll see how they go against Bay of Plenty as well. But so um, yeah, really really well done for them. Again, another game I didn't get to see, but Otago against Hawks Bay. It sounds like it was a cracker. Twenty nine twenty, another close one uh, there. Um, between Otago and Hawks Bay, as I say. No, I haven't seen that one, um, so I can't give you much of an, an update on that one. Um, after the um, Northland versus Auckland, um, we've already got interviews with the coaches up on the site. Um, Stephen had a, a couple of... Um, um, and yes, Savage was uh, had, had a really good game. You are quite, um, um, you are quite right. I'm trying to remember who Stephen got interviews with, but he's got two interviews with players from the um, uh, Northland versus Auckland game that will go up um, later on the Facebook page. So what does that mean? That means currently Auckland um, are top of the North Division on 10 points, followed by Waikato on nine. They both won both their games. Um, Counties Manukau uh, had a bye this week, but they will be one of the oh. challenging teams as well. They're on five points currently. No, then I was trying to think, geez, the House County's not at the top of the table. Yeah. Better buy. Um, so, yeah, so Auckland, um, uh, uh, county, uh, yeah, counties are, are going to be one of the teams to beat, definitely, uh, in that Northland one. Uh, one of the teams to beat. Counties is like the Tasman of the uh, okay. Norman's Cal Northland. Counties are going to be the teams to beat in the North. <laughs> yeah. um, Auckland and Waikato look like they're going to be the two that probably will challenge the closest. But, I mean, um, yeah, just just watching that count, I mean, obviously it was against the North, uh, North Harbour, wasn't it, their first game? Yeah, yeah, and it was like, but they look so drilled. They look quite, you know. I mean, they would have had 
limited build. I think they had limited preparation from the interviews that I saw, but they still look so drilled. They look quite cohesive and it, it just flowed so well. Yeah, and it, look, I mean, it was against North Harbour. Well, it's North Harbour. One of the things about them is that they, they pretty much all come from, I think, pretty much all come from, from pretty much one club um, that plays in all, the Auckland Women's Club competition. So, uh, who that made the final um, and lost out to uh, Ponsonby um, in the final during extra time. Uh, yeah, <laughs> ponies. What a surprise. No, but, but no, I was just going to say, because then, like, Ruby Tui was playing for Ponsonby, but now playing for counties in the. Uh, not, yeah, I'm not saying, yeah. It's not in, the, the, sorry, the counties team isn't entirely one club, but. The core of it is no, 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 no. What I mean is, just like you got. See, this is the thing where I was just like eh, some of the old traditional um, club moving. You know, the club you play for the club and you play for the province. It's all gone by the wayside, and we, we, you're seeing it in men's competition as well. It's not just women's. But you got Ruby Two playing for Ponsonby, an Auckland club, and then goes and plays for counties. And it's just like I, I'd still like to see even men's and women's side. Is the fact is that you need to if you're going to play for. A prov this provincial union, you have to play for a club in that provincial union. Um, they, uh, Auckland had to sign off that she was allowed to play for the oh, Sure, uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. There's a bit more to that story. Right. Um, the, um, <laughs> but wait, there's more. Not publicly, there isn't. Yeah. Um, moving on to the South um, Division then, uh, Wellington, Canterbury and Otago have all, got all on five points at the top there. Um, yeah, look, Wellington and Canterbury, you've got to say, probably going to be fighting it out there um, for that one. Um, uh, at the moment, so yeah, so good, a good start for the uh, for both the MPC team game um, um, tournaments. Yep, you can't complain. It's like um, I was really quite surprised. I mean, the, uh, the I mean, obviously didn't see much of the Farah Palmer at all, but um, the the minor ten cup games that I did see, the quality is obviously not not super super rugby level, but actually pretty good. It's been some pretty good rugby played over the weekend, um, and you know. It's great entertainment. It's great entertainment, absolutely. Um, yeah, and look, they are going to get slicker. They hardly had any training. Mm. Um, so things like lineups and stuff will improve. Are you not entertained? <laughs> no, couldn't help myself. Not, not by you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, thank you, everybody, um, for um, joining us, watching us, and being active in the chat. Um, it's going to take it all there. Uh, yeah, look, with the, what, what was there this weekend, I think it was um, 14 games. We can't watch every single one, um, uh, but we try to get around to as many of them as we can uh, and uh, give updates on as many of them as well. Do like the um, New Zealand Sports Radio Facebook page because that's where you will get all our post-match interviews from the Western Cup and from the Farrah Palmer Cup. Also, uh, you can I'll have my predictions up for the Western <laughs> Cup, the Farrah Palmer Cup, for the uh, Super Rugby AU final, um, for the Gallagher Premiership, the Pro Four, actually the no, Pro Fourteen finish, the Top Fourteen. Um, all on nzsportsradio.com. Um, so if you are into doing predict, playing prediction games like Super Brew or whatever, um, and then uh, go have a look over there, folks. They will yeah. He might on, pick Taranaki this week on Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, well, with um, I might pick Taranaki this week. Let's have a quick look then. Um, next week, uh, Taranaki will um, be uh, playing. Uh, will be away to Canterbury. I won't be picking. You won't be. <laughs> That's a, that's a Ramfilly Shield match. It is a Ramfilly Shield match, yes. And a very good point, actually. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, great to see that game. It would be wonderful for the Ramfilly Shield to go to Taranaki, to be honest. Um, I, I, I'm, even though I'm an Auckland fan, I like to see the Shield outside of the big centre. So I like it not being held by Canterbury, Wellington, Auckland in particular, um, and it moving around. So, um, so yes. 
Um, did you guys have thoughts on the Pro 14 final in the Northern Hemisphere? Um, my thoughts are um, no big surprise that Leinster won. Um, and when you're starting Johnny Sexton on the bench, how serious are um, some Months. of the uh, are Leinster taking the Pro 14 final? Um, and is the European Champions Cup more important to them? You've got to say, if you're not starting with your, with your, with your best choice 15, it does leave some question marks around. Did they win though? They won, yes. So they won without the abuse 15? They won comfortably. Without the abuse 15? Well, they brought them on, but without <laughs> them starting the best 15. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you do kind of wonder a bit there too. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is, this is why Pro 14 gets uh, a, a bit of a bad rap. Bit of bad rap. Um, look, it's a great competition for uh, for preparing players for the Ireland national team. Let's be blunt, the Irish national team is fantastic and also for preparing teams for, for Europe where Leinster have gone fantastically and um, are, on, are look, very, very good shout for, for winning that again this year. Um, but um, as a competition in itself, yeah, there, there are some, there are definitely some, some question marks um, there. Um, the uh, um, disappointed with Ulster, they're showing in the final after a great semi-final. Now look, one of the things we, we saw in the Rugby World Cup was we saw teams could get up for a game, getting up for two games consecutively was really hard. We saw the All Blacks had really got up for the Ireland game before the final. Um, but the semi-final weren't quite there. England really got up for the semi-final, but weren't quite there for the final. Um, South Africa didn't have to get up for a big game before the final. They got up for that one. So I think there's an element here of getting up for two big games on two weeks, having two finals, back-to-back weekends, mentally and physically, is really tough to do. I think it was Ulster's final last weekend against Edinburgh. Um, Edinburgh uh, only lost one home game all season, and that was to, uh, to Glasgow the week before that, where they were resting, rotating players. Um, so that, that was Ulster's final. Uh, when it came to play Leinster, it was mentally and physically. I just don't think you could, could, get, could have get up for it again. Is the Pro 14 the one that the South Africans want to join? Uh, the one that South African teams are in already, yes. Yeah. And, yeah, one, one. And are, they, are they playing at the moment? Or obviously not at the moment because they just had a final, but yeah. No, the so on the resumption, so everyone, um, how it happened uh, for those down here, down here in New Zealand was that they played um, derbies within their countries. So the Irish teams played two games against each other. The, Irish, the Scottish teams played two games against each other, the Welsh and the Italians. And the South Africans decided not to play again. Um, they weren't in contention for the finals anyway. Um, and because of COVID restrictions in, in South Africa, they've not had any rugby down there. Um, so, yeah, so that was uh, how they shortened and finished their season. The top 14, for those of you who want to know, has restarted their next season. They cancelled the last season entirely. So at the moment, we have got the 2020-2021 top 14 happening as well as the 2019-20 uh, Pro 14 Gallagher Premiership and European Champions Cup hey, we're back overlapping. The, let's back the truck up here. Beep, 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 beep. Yep. So the Pro 14 is different to the Top 14? Top 14 is a French competition. Right. Pro 14 is okay. the Ireland, Scotland, Wales, Italy and South African competition. And Super 14 doesn't exist. And the Top League is a Japanese competition. Top League. Even though they have, yeah, so Pro 14, Top 14 <laughs> and Top League, different countries. <laughs> Cool. Thumbs um, up there. With a quick summary of what's <laughs> happening around the world with rugby, um, Major League Rugby, uh, yeah, also um, <clears throat> kicking off in the new year. That'd be good. Like that, American competition. Anyway, major digression. I need to go and drive back down to Hamilton. Thank you, everybody. Absolute pleasure. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Uh, you can listen to us on the go as a podcast as well. Um, uh, yeah, just search for New Zealand Sports Radio on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, on all of those wonderful podcasting places. And he's waving, he's not doing his bloody producing bit. <laughs> Hi. 
This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 